Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. Alright everybody, welcome back another Wheelman of Genius episode, episode 44. Uh, I think we might have had a hand in getting Eric Jones a win last week by saying that it was a Richard Petty episode, episode 43, he wins. Uh, episode 43, episode 43, 43 wins. I'm running the 44 on Friday. We'll hope uh, I can have the same fate. Uh, I was going to say Brian Scott. Maybe he's, nah, he's going to win a race somewhere, Buckshot yeah. Jones. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, Kansas this weekend. We were last week, Darlington. Uh, Darlington was was rough for me in the beginning. We we're able to work on it, get a lot better. As a wise man once said, you could not drive a hot dick through a snowman's ass. I've, I've heard a hot nail. You're just making it dirty for no reason. That's uh, the way. That's the way I've heard it. Hanging around some dirty people. But yeah, dude, we were we were like, I look like Jonathan Davenport going to the corners a lot of the time, dude. I was sideways, was sideways, picking up the left front. Not quite, not quite left front up, uh, but a lot of y'all in her. I thought I was going to spin out a few times, honestly, but we eventually got her tightened up. Uh, ended up nineteenth. Probably should have got eighteenth. Had a pretty nice little exchange there with like eight to go. Uh, go off and turn one. I was behind the 51 car, run him down from a little bit. Was like trying to set him up to pass him. A couple car lengths ahead of us. The 34 puts the 45 in the wall. Uh, jacks us up off the corner. The 39 catches us with a few cars back because he has momentum. Goes three wide bottom, three middle. I back out of the middle, cross over both of them, go down low, get up next to Ryan C. I was still loose at this point. End up just, you know, eight tires are better than four and him all the way through turn one and two, but he eventually got me off the exit two and I couldn't ever quite get back by him. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know. I'll take it. That's my best Xfinity Darlington finish. Uh, Darlington is one of those places, man, where if the balance isn't right, it just it goes and it goes and it goes and it goes real bad especially if you're loose, uh, fighting a loose race. I think anywhere else I go, I'd rather be loose than tight, except for Darlington because it, it becomes nearly impossible. But like I said, the guys worked on it all week. High V four car, come home top 20, happy to get a top 20 for high V this week. Yep. Back in the, back in the bonus money this week. Uh, it was. I'm, I was kind of surprised we did. I was surprised we got there, but we're we're close, and we're. I think we're one point behind the guy in front of us, and three points behind the guy in front of 
the next guy. So, so that I texted you about this. I was like, that was such a dirty race for you. Like you finished in the highest spot you ran all day. That's just, I was an 18th at one point for like a straightaway. It constitutes just, it's just a dirty race. Like nothing seemed to go right. At one point, I think you were 35th on the racetrack running 35th, like not, not like you fell back that far, but like you were, that's where you were running. Yeah. It just seems to happen once or twice a year. Everyone's like that, where it's just like, you don't know how you got there. It's one of those, you just kind of throw your hands up and you're like, man, that wasn't our day, but damn, like we finished 19th. Yeah. And I mean, trust me, like from, from where we started that race to where we finished, I, uh, honestly, I was pretty damn happy. I mean, to start out running as bad as we were and finish 19th, I was as happy as I would have been if we finished 12th. Uh, just with, with the, purely with the result, obviously, I would have been a little bit happier if our car was better all day, too. But, you, you, like you said, you had those days, and the guys worked really hard, got the car back uh, drivable, and uh, able to work our way up there. But it's um, one of those inverse days, right, where you feel like you have a, a 12th place car and you finish 25th. Yeah, it's, no, one I mean, of those, it's one of those inverse days where it's like, well, you felt like you had a 25th place car all day and you kind of just made the right moves, got up there. Racing's honestly weird where it's like, you never run 12th all day. Like you're going to have an up and down. The races are so long and people can make so many adjustments to their cars and people are coming and going and there's penalties and things like that, that, uh, it's always one or the other. You're either going to run up front early and then something might happen and you fall back or you're going to run in the back and then you get up front. That happens more often than I'm running 15th stage one and I'm going to finish 15th stage three. You know what I mean? Yeah, but this is that Darlington race is severely like a sprint race because it's one of the yeah, shorter that's a races. Very short. It felt long with the rain delay. Right. I mean, time wise, it was, but lap wise, it was pretty short. No, it really was short. Like, I mean, even get like whenever the rain came, I'm like, damn, like it's halfway, like right now. Uh, but and then once so we got back, like, and then you, you sit around for three hours, and then it feels like okay, now it's really a sprint race because right. we had just got our lap back on that caution when the rain came. And uh, were you fist bumping in the car? I was pretty happy. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I you could say I held off Kyle Larson for the half oh, a lap yeah. that I did. Hey man, I mean, I, I, honestly, honestly, all it came down to was, or most of what it came down to was the choose rule, the choose cone. Cause everybody took top. I think I drove forward like three rows in the bottoms because no one took it. I mean, it worked out for me because I've been running the bottom of three and four all day. And I think I got a little bit of a gap off two to I could run it out to the wall and not lose too much momentum and then run the bottom hard. And if the caution would have came out a hundred yards later, I wouldn't have got the dog Kyle Larson would have, but because I ran the bottom next to him down in three and four, I got the nose out of head and we were able to get it. So pretty happy about that. I mean, it was, it was a good race. The best Xfinity race, I think of the year, hands down. Yeah. Now uh, it, People say it on, on Twitter or whatever every week. The Xfinity race, I feel like, is always good. There hasn't ever really been, in my mind, maybe a road course race here or there, a very uh, lame duck Xfinity race. And I hope I'm using that term properly. Uh, 
and 50 50 it's not it's all right lame duck just sounds boring to me it sounds like a boring uh adjective or uh i guess not even i don't know but yeah and the cup race honestly i thought was exciting too i was pretty pumped i mean watching those last 10 laps when eric jones was leading i was pretty pretty nervous just because i I didn't even get to watch him win i really really wanted him to win i was hustling my ass out of that racetrack yeah yeah they want to deal with no traffic. I love Darlington. It's one of the best racetracks on the circuit. But the way they treat the uh, crew to get yeah. in and out of the racetrack is preposterous. One I don't of the more think it's that bad. The only thing that sucks is you have to turn right out of the racetrack, which I no, I, no, I, I no. I'm talking about that. getting to the infield of the racetrack. Oh, how do they get a shuttle? Not even a shuttle. But they just have regular golf carts where it's like two or three people they have at like a time. Twenty of them. Not during the not when the cup people need to come in. I guess. I guess they're probably more used up. Honestly, I could say the same thing from when we left during the Xfinity race. We uh, there's a bunch of people standing there, and I don't know what they were doing. Like clearly, to the right side of the gate was where the golf carts were pulling up, and there was no designated line. There was nothing. So I kind of sat there and watched this process go on for a little bit. And there was definitely people that got there before me, but I'm like, let's just jump on this golf cart. As soon as they pull up, I'm like, they're, they're pulling up, turning around. I was like, all right, we're going to jump right on the back seat. As soon as they pull up back seat straight to it. And we did, and we got it. And people are kind of looking, but like, you got to get it while you can with the golf cart, to get out of there. Like that's the stuff that infuriates me. No, yeah, I, that's and why then, I said enough. Enough of this. I'm just getting the golf cart. Like the flies and the gnats, where you don't have to deal with this because obviously you're in the race car. But down towards turn four, where they have those five or six pits after the start, after the you know victory circle. Yeah, yeah, there were there's a little water pondy area down there, and the gnats are absolutely terrible. The worst that I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. I mean, I didn't I mean even. I guess it was raining though. Whenever I was sitting down there, but I mean, yeah, it wasn't that I bad. Love, I mean, even in the Xfinity garage, it wasn't that bad. I loved how NASCAR was so hyper aware of rain this week. <laughs> they the were. Price. They're like, oh, it's sprinkling they, on the backstretch. Let's throw the caution. Six laps into the race. Were they like that? And I didn't get to watch the beginning of the Cup race. It's like Suarez had his penalty and then they threw a caution for him. Um, That's what I was upset about. I was upset a lot this weekend. They did call it early for Xfinity, which I'm very thankful they did because we got the lucky dog because of it. But um, they called it very early. I mean, it really didn't even start raining until we ran three laps in the caution. If we would have run those, it's a catch 22. It's like, if we run those three laps under caution as green flag laps, we get to halfway, I think. But yeah, but NASCAR's still raining, not. They're not going to. They're not going to. They're going to do everything in their power to get that whole race in. That's yeah, what they exactly. say every. Time. That's what everybody. Everybody was like, "Oh, we almost got to halfway." But like, yeah, but it's not like it's not like we're at Talladega. It's not like we're somewhere where there's no lights. Like they're going to run this race, which I was happy because I'd never got to run a race at Darlington in the night at nighttime in an Xfinity car. So getting to finish that was kind of cool. I love night races, so I was kind of all for it. 
But yeah, another thing that I love to rant about as as a guy who works more on the PR hospitality side, the five the five hundred thousand dollar sponsors and the five thousand dollar sponsors are so different, and they're in, one's very infuriating compared to the other. And it's not the five hundred thousand dollar sponsor that's infuriating. Well, I guarantee you they're not because they're taken care of to the T before they even get there. The five thousand I think I've said this on this podcast multiple times, but the five thousand dollar sponsor wants everything. They want full social. They want to sit up on the pit box. They want to drink their beers. They want which you can't do on pit road. Everyone listen. Not unless you hide it. Not unless you hide. If it's in a solo cup, I can't tell the difference between water and vodka. But I digress. These people, man, wearing me out. And of course, I have to cover two cars with, with, you know, the setup that we have. And they could not be farther apart. Like one car is at the start finish line. The other car is in turn four. So I'm hustling back and forth. This guy's like, man, can I get a fender? Can I get a used tire? Can I just take this tire right here? One of our on the I'm wheel like, still. Yeah, I'm like, no. You know, talk to me on Tuesday. Maybe I can do something for you, which is an absolute like, let's just push this as far as we can. Yeah. But man. Ooh, they wore me out up and down the pit box. Just want to be treated like royalty when they barely yeah, so barely trying to get the bills. sponsor experience, man. It's tough. It's just tough. Yeah. But I don't know. I love Darlington. Like this weekend kind of made me really, really appreciate Darlington for what it is and, and the racing that goes on there. Uh, I always say that there's places that don't deserve two dates. Darlington gives me two dates. I like, I love Darlington. Even Darlington when we were, should have never lost we a second bad, date. Even when we were kind of bad in the beginning, the track's still fun. Like that was probably some of the hardest driving I've ever done. Like you're trying to go through one and two, like trying to get back in the gas and center. And if there's a sideways, if there's a racers track, it's Darlington. Yeah, like that's where that's where talent outperforms equipment. That's one of the only places where talent to an extent. Well, yeah, obviously everything's to a certain extent. Like Brennan Poole qualifying Mike Harmon's car in the top twenty-five. Yeah, he's got talent. Harmon's good there, dude. Like they were fast in the spring; they just got rained out at qualifying. They would have made that race in the spring too, right? And I don't know what kind of issue they had before the race, but that's unfortunate for them. Yeah, but Man. it's it's a it's a true crown jewel event. It is. I love Darlington. Speaking of schedule and stuff like that, uh, we were talking about this earlier, but the news that Wilkesboro's not doing the dirt races. And apparently there's some announcement coming from North Wilkesboro or SMI tomorrow. I believe North Wilkesboro was involved in the press release. I'm not positive. Yeah. You're going to see probably a 2024 all-star race. You think that that far out? I feel like there's, there's something to them canceling that those races. Well, they're still going to repay of it. Maybe I think that they're going to use it this extra month. Like, like, like let's get on this repay. Uh, let me I mean, just say my month, piece. But... These XR promotions people are such frauds. Absolute. 
I think they're just con men to sit here and say that we're going to do this, that, and the other, and then to cancel half of the events you canceled, you canceled like a third, like you canceled one whole show because you put, you jacked up the entry price thinking that, you know, because it is North Wilkesboro that you're going to get the car count. Yeah. And then to just cancel the event and not give, not give the racers their money back, but then to just give them, you know, Oh, we'll cover your entry fee for another store race. Credit. Yeah, yeah. We'll give you store credit, but the only stores we have are in South Texas where you're out of North Carolina. Yeah. Like, I think it's an absolute joke. These people are awful. awful that people. part of it was kind of bad. I didn't know all that stuff about the entry fees and stuff like that. No, we've talked about uh, that before on here. Oh, have we? Oh, I yeah. remember, dude. We were on episode 44, dude. But, but yeah, it's it's just shitty. Yeah. No, I I agree. Like I'm all for Wilkesboro coming back. Oh, you're certain... on this train now. No, let me say my yeah. Um, I don't need to see Wilkesboro come back. I'm all for Wilkesboro coming back. I'm all for Wilkesboro coming Code back, but switcher, not dude. having, but not having a cup date. Like, I think we need to get back to like iconic truck events, like IRP truck event always was a banger. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And I don't like, know that cup cars will work at there. Iowa. Yes. Xfinity at Iowa. All Milwaukee, that stuff. Milwaukee truck Xfinity race. I mean, you can, right. you can go on. We, we talk about this literally all the time. I think every episode, if you're playing, and I'm, I'm hoping, I think the fact that they're canceling it this year means that there's some kind of time crunch and uh, they're trying to get stuff done like now, because apparently know. something that's holding, I saw somebody, I don't remember who said this on Twitter. If it was Adam Stern, I feel like it's pretty solid ground. Uh, somebody said that one of the reasons the hold up on the schedule is because of the all-star race. They don't know where they're going to put it. Well, you got to remember, it's an SMI date, so it's going to be in an SMI track. Looks for an SMI track. Correct. So is Nashville. So is Nashville. Why not? Nashville Speedway or Super Speedway? I think we can. I think it's, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty safe to say that I don't think Fairgrounds is happening anytime soon. No, and I agree. I think they're going to test this deal at Wilkesboro. It's close to home. They'll see how it plays out. And then they might look into Nashville. But they got to they gotta tear so much stuff up at Wilkesboro. They got to. They already have, dude. <laughs> I'm saying like plumbing, electrical. Like you basically. Did you go to, there at all during any of the races? I did not because I didn't want to support the revival. <laughs> Terrible, dude. We got enough racetracks around. Let's use them. You don't go to any of the other ones. <laughs> I go to the entire NASCAR schedule. Yeah. No, but even I'm, just the infrastructure around that racetrack, it's going to take a year at least to get roads built. We talk about infrastructure, dude. What about New Hampshire? I know, but I'm just saying it's the same deal up there. And I'm saying it's, it's, traffic's, not, I'm saying it's, it's not traffic's always terrible there. It is, but it, I mean, it's never stopped them before. You know what I mean? I guess. That's why we're not in charge. Exactly. Dude. If we were in charge, if I was in charge, dude, we'd be racing at an airport racetrack, probably. Sebring? No, Cleveland. Berkeley. Oh, Berkeley Lakefront. 
the Grand Prix of Cleveland, brother. I you bought know. that track. There's a another like there's another simulator called uh, Automobilista Two. It's some like European simulator, and they have old school like 1999 cart cars on there. And I just run it up at Burke Lakefront Airport. It is by far the most fun thing ever. Also, something about that place. I don't know how they used to race there because it is impossible to see the corners. It's so flat. And the straight, like one of the straightaways is 80 feet wide. So you're just turning down into nothing. <laughs> you don't know where you're going. There's a singular cone in the apex of the corner. But the cool thing about that place was you see the whole racetrack from the grandstands. They had an IROC race there once. Dale Senior race there. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I watch it on YouTube all the time. It looks awesome. So let's, uh, let's turn our talk ahead now to this weekend. Okay. Oh, wow. That was, I thought you were going to chime in yeah. there. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Running, pulling, running double duty. Pulling double duty. Are you going to win the truck race? I mean, that's, that's my plan. Yeah. Are you going to call your shot? I mean, I don't know. I talk a lot of shit already. Maybe shouldn't put it out publicly. Did you get you but, a new uh, fire suit for this race or is it you just no, rocking no. one of the other ones? Rocking one of the other ones. I got like a like grip of fire suits now, which I've never had in my life. Yeah, I remember back when you had just a plain blue fire suit. Straight blue. <laughs> like nothing I on. I don't remember. I literally I have no idea what into the the thought process of going straight blue suit. But I, like, I think that might've just been the one Simpson had there. And I was like, yeah, I'm on that one. <laughs> Cause that's kind of a psycho move. I mean, when you're not full time and you don't have a designated sponsor, why would you spend a ton of money to do well, that? Normally, I mean, normally people get black is what I'm getting at. They had blue at the store. And that's it. That's that the only the, reason. That was the reasoning. And then you had, what did you have after that? Then you had the Fort Worth screen printing one, right? I had a Belmont Classic car suit last Belmont year. Belmont Classic. Shout I out to John Garrett. Suit. Good luck this weekend. Is he racing yeah. Kansas? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be racing here in Kansas. Uh, you, go, you know, spot for him or give him some words of wisdom? No, we've, been, we've been talking back and forth. Been trying to tell him, you know, about running the top, splitting that seam. Don't uh, be scared. Work. Working that scene that he told me is he texted me. He's like, he's like, you got any tips? And I was like, get comfortable, get comfortable <laughs> in that top lane. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's the only thing. Get comfortable up there. Cause that's where you're probably going to be. I don't, actually, I don't, the arc cars, arc cars run up there, right? They run the top. They run the top middle. Yeah. yeah that's what I was thinking. I mean, you, I mean, you guys, work that seam. It's not the like guys with balls do like the leaders do. Well, yeah, the, he, the back honestly, markers it's, don't. It's so much faster to run up there when it comes into it. I've been, Toying with the fact, not in the truck, obviously, but uh, in the Xfinity car. I remember cup qualifying here in the spring. I believe the pole was set running the top. Or maybe it was top one end, bottom and the other. I don't really remember. I need to go back and look because, I mean, they're about the same speed as us. And you can yeah. just carry so much more, more momentum on the Arca top. Cars I think get it at Kansas. I think uh, the, the ticket might be top one and two, bottom three and four to get the run down the back straightaway. You don't need the run. The run down the front straightaway is half as important. You know what I mean? 
So I have, I have a scenario for you. Time. I have a scenario for you for Friday. You ready? What is it? You So you're leading the race and Carson's running second. Carson's in the playoffs, right? Is this, are we in the playoffs yet for trucks? Yeah, yeah. He's in the playoffs. Are you pulling over? No. If he's running second to me, he doesn't need me to pull over. He's going to wreck you then. Not if I'm kind of straight away. <laughs> now I'm saying he's on your bumper. We'll race it out, dude. I respect Carson. He, I, feel like he, I think he has respect for me. I mean, I was over there when he very first started racing at Nice. I worked on his truck. So, uh, okay. So now let's, let's reverse roles. Carson's winning. I'm Leading. definitely not going to wreck him. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll try like, to pass him. If that's so what you're asking. So, like, you get a run. Are you, you're taking it? Yes. To get my first win, I mean, it's the same thing. He's fighting for his first win plus the playoffs. But if he's in that position, he should be fine in the playoffs. So you're just you're just handicapping it. He'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, if you're a second, he's probably had a good enough day. Or if he's okay. leading, he's probably had a good enough day. You know what I mean? No, no. You're just being selfish. Hell yeah, I'm being selfish. I want to win the damn race. Are you kidding me? You gonna let him win the war, or you gonna win the battle? You win the battle, he ain't win the damn war. Yeah, and then he, he lost the whole damn do, war, <laughs> and then he proceeded to do absolutely nothing. Yeah, classic quote. I love Kansas Speedway. It's one of my not one of my favorite tracks. I'd say it's in the top half, just because everyone gets the iconic picture. On the front stretch and sometimes yeah, the back you, stretch. You're a big uh, uh me and Daylon Barr are huge proponents. I think of he was how, when did that come about? Who did I think Daylon did it first, did he not? And I think it was yeah, I think and I think it was an accident and it was like 2015. Yeah. And I've posted on your social. I've posted the, I think I've posted that picture on well, your it's social. Just funny. I mean it's it, just it's funny. Gonna, I'll tell you what, it, it gets the likes. It brings in the likes. Like SP gets the likes. It gets the people going. It's like if you just put a like a, a 69 in the background. It's like, ah, nice. Correct. Like that. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, when you put Kansas Speedway together, the A and the S of Kansas with the S-P-E-E of Speedway makes SP. And it's just funny. It's just great. It's like if a peanut butter that, and jelly know. sandwich. Yeah. It just it just works out. And especially you got to get the picture on qualifying day because no one's in the in the grandstand. In the stands. Well, the, in my eyes, honestly, because there's a little bit of space in the grandstand picture, the best one is down is the back you can get it or anywhere on the wall. Like I, I feel like turn three and four, there's a good opportunity for it. Uh yeah. Yep. And down but the back yeah. stretch, you got yeah. tons and tons of options. Yeah, there's the, the the possibilities are truly endless for photographers. Every twelve year old will giggle. Every, exactly. Every twenty five year old might giggle too whenever they see it. 25, 30, 35, 40, 69 years old. You know, I don't it. know. Yeah, but no, I am excited for this truck race. Uh, I've been over at Nice, going over there in the morning, and then heading down to Gaffney and. It's a nice piece, dude. It's really, really nice. How many cheated up those guys? How much cheated up stuff is on there? I don't know. 
I didn't build the truck. I just go and like, I mean, look at it. I honestly, dude, the last time I went, I just like, was like, Oh man, this thing's freaking sweet, dude. Like, I mean, I help like interior stuff a little bit. I mean, I'll go there. And like you sat in the seat. Did you get a seat? In the seat maybe, no, sat in the seat, maybe put a shifter in, try some different shifters out. I was sitting there and work with those. Adjusted the pedals. Take the shift boot. Yeah. All that stuff. So, but yeah. So does like the Trinity team feel like you're cheating on them? No, I mean they're no, they're all for it. I mean they 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 know that more laps for me is just better. So more laps in the racetrack is better regardless. Is there a lot um, of is there a lot of carryover from the truck to an Xfinity car? Not really. I mean, just the way you feel the racetrack. Like I said, working that scene, getting used to working that scene. Uh, I mean, there's honestly, no, in, there's in no PJ car, or anything this week. No, and in, in the Xfinity car, there is a lot of on throttle time at Kansas when you run the top, similar to the truck, but it's just not as much. And you're going to use a little bit of brake in an Xfinity car. So I feel like the trucks are also more draggy and pack racing. They, they are. I mean, that's that's the biggest, in my eyes, the biggest difference between racing a truck and racing an Xfinity car. And I, I said this to, uh, the GM of it the other day, Cody, and I, cause we were talking about it and I was like a truck by itself, far easier to drive than an Xfinity car racing a truck with like in a, in a pack of other trucks is much harder than racing an Xfinity car. Because yeah. Cause the air is way more. So, the air is so big in those things. And once you start getting around dirty air, you just suck. An Xfinity car, there's hardly any arrow going on anyways. The splitter is two inches wide and the spoiler is two inches tall. So when you lose it, you don't lose that much. I feel like with the truck, it seems like the aggression level for the truck series drivers is at the tippy top 100% of the time. Uh, you, mean, you can argue the same thing. Did you see the, the end of the Xfinity race at Darlington? I mean, you can argue both ways, but... I, I agree. Like restart. I'm saying, like, I'm saying so much the whole field, up. the whole yeah. field top to bottom is way more yeah, aggressive. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. With the different levels of competition and, and covering that comes with it being harder to race each other. Once you get lined out because of the arrow, right. like on a restart in a truck, like you got to get all you can because you might not be able to get it later. And if you can pin something, a, a truck is something where you can have a little bit slower truck and stay in front of somebody because you can control the air that they're getting. Can you see it? Can you see the air? You can't see it, but you can definitely feel it. Down in your plums. But I'm just, I'm just happy that the fofo and the foe Friday and Saturday, I'm running all fours. There you it's go. Kinda cool. it's, it's I, really, I really want to get a, a good, a good picture or video or something. You ever heard that song? Uh, yeah. Still tipping on fofos. Yeah. I, that's before Slim your time. Thug, Mike Jones and Paul wall. That's a little I, before that's your a Texas, time. That's a, that's a Texas song. So it's all my time when it comes to Texas hip hop. But I mean, yeah, I want to, I want to get a hey, video slash picture. With the if Instagram anybody out there song. wants to put a video together, I'll gladly get the content. We'll, that'll be our next contest. Cool, whoever cool, comes cool, up, fofos. whoever comes up with the best video, will get a special prize. Yeah, I'll get the, it. I'll, uh, I'll do it myself. The uh, 
you don't even you don't know nothing about that song. She's still tipping on faux foes. I know that wrapped song. In, wrapped in faux vogues. What's a what's a vogue? What's a vogue? Yes. It's a magazine. It's a tire. Tire brand. You ever see on uh slabs how they got the tires with the white wall and the yellow? The yellow stripe around? They call that the the mustard to go with the mayo. There you go. Breaking news. Yeah. If you didn't know, now you know. But uh yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for this week. I love Kansas. It's a fun racetrack. It's probably my favorite mile and a half there, Kansas, or I'm sorry, there, Homestead or Texas, even though everybody else hates Texas. I like Texas. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for this weekend. I'm excited. Got here this weekend. Honestly, the, the first three for the, the cup playoffs is kind of crazy how it's three really good races. Are you listening to the song? Right, I can hear it. Yeah, and I was playing it. Yeah, my other computer. People, people know that song. It's an iconic song. Iconic song. I used it actually in a snowboard edit on my Instagram like four years ago. Wow! Fun fact. That's amazing. I had a pro- I had a Project Pat song on there, but it was a little too uh, dicey for. Uh, my Instagram, so I had to change it to that. <laughs> Probably pretty wise. Yeah, yeah. Another reason I like to go to Kansas is because the food is phenomenal. The casinos? No, the food. Where are you going to? What, what? What's a good spot to go eat? Joe's Kansas City Barbecue. You got to go to Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> no, Joe's Kansas City Barbecue. You have to go to the location. I can't remember the street off the top of my head, but it's a gas station. Like the restaurant really? is in a gas station. It's Those more of a restaurant. Good, dude. Yeah. It's more of a restaurant now than a gas station because the restaurant owns a gas station. Like you theoretically can get gas there, but no one ever yeah. does. The line is, is always out the door. It's like 30 people really? deep every time I go. Hmm. I know uh, gas station restaurants always, they, they hit a little differently. There's one by my house back in no, there. There's two different types of gas station restaurants there's ones that are awful and i would never eat there and then they're the ones the gems well yeah well i'm, I'm talking about the, the ones that are good the ones in the on the side of the spectrum that is good is usually like it's a it's a big split it's like you have really 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 bad over here on the spectrum in a long way not very many uh gas restaurants along this part of the spectrum and then you get to the really really good side and then it's, it's piled on with some more there's one in Texas, JD's Market, at the intersection of Mopac and 1826. It's got a, the best torta I've ever had in my entire life. And for those of you who don't know what a torta is, it's kind of like a it's a Mexican delicacy, you could say. It's like wow, a that's fajita. great. Yeah, good description of it. Beef fajita sandwich, pretty much on this roll. It's got refried beans, guacamole, jalapenos, lettuce, tomato. Mm, that, dude, I'm getting hungry just thinking about it, dude. They're so good. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so you're already in Kansas. So what's what's the move tonight? I think I'm going to a Royals game. Oh wow! Yeah, Kauffman Stadium. Yeah, I'm kind of excited. I've never been to a baseball game in my life. You've never been to a major league baseball game. 
never been to a minor league baseball game. Never You've never been to a professional baseball game. I've never been to a little league baseball game, let alone an MLB game. So what's wrong with you? I mean, I just don't want to see the appeal of it. Uh, I mean, so then why are you going tonight? Well, because, uh, Cindy PR lady wanted to go to a baseball game. So I was like, I will go. I I, I got nothing else to do. What else am I going to do? Sit in my hotel, watch South park. Like I've been doing for the past two hours. Ballpark food is quite possibly some of the best. That's what what, what I'm hearing. I mean, I'm hearing the the beer and the hot dogs. It might be the best part about going. Yeah. It's outstanding stuff. I'm also kind of excited to get some Royals merch. Maybe I'll become a baseball fan and be a Royals fan. Well, you'll be in for a lot of disappointment. Well, I mean, if if I was ever close to any other team, uh, it would have been the Astros. They're just unanimously hated because of the whole uh, trash can debacle. So, like in college, I remember when that like they won the World Series one of the years I was in college. I remember going over to my buddy's house. 2017. Yeah. And that was the year they cheated, wasn't it? Yeah. Or allegedly cheated? No, it was confirmed. <laughs> what were they doing? Was, how was it? They, how was it? They were uh, stealing signs and then sh- like tipping it to the, the hitters. How is that so, cheating? That's just being smart. Well, they were using video cameras. Oh, if they're using cameras, then yeah. If they, if they just have a guy like with some binoculars, like relay. Basically, what happened was they had cameras in the outfield. There was a guy guy sitting up the tunnel that would relay the pitch to the dugout. And if it was, say it was an off-speed pitch, they'd bang on the trash can. Mm. So the hitter would hear it and know that it was an off-speed pitch. I got you. An off-speed pitch is like anything other than a fastball, right? Correct. Okay. Be like a change-up, a slider, curveball, slurve, knuckleball. A slurve. Yeah, it's a slider curve. Oh, wow. I got to get in on these baseball terms. There's a Vulcan change. That sounds like a good one. I'd probably throw that every time if it was me. That just sounds the coolest. Uh, There's a power curve. What kind of pitcher are you? I'm a Vulcan change kind of guy. (laughs) There's a screwball, a forkball, splitter. See, I didn't know all that. You're on the splitter. Dude, I got a I got a GameCube recently. I know you called me a psycho for having a GameCube when I was a kid, and I bought yeah. one now, which might even be worse. Actually, that's I think it's better. Right. I think it's better now to get a GameCube because then it's like nostalgic playing Super Smash. Yeah, but like if you had the choice back in the day, you had PlayStation Two. Xbox. I didn't really have a choice. I just got a GameCube for Christmas. It wasn't like a GameCube. GameCube had to be like number four. GameCube kind of had some bangers though. Behind Sega Dreamcast. Like I had no way, no way, dude. Absolutely not. I would rather I play I an old N64. Luigi's Haunted Mansion. Super Mario Sunshine. Super Smash. Uh, whatever the, the good one is. I have it. It's in the, I put it in the hauler. I have four controllers. I've been trying to catch hands on Super Smash. My only issue is I didn't buy a memory card. So every time I go in there and play, like SSX tricky or whatever. It doesn't save. I also got this crazy golf game. It's like a NFL blitz version of golf. I'm trying to get into that. That's lit. Yeah. I'm pretty pumped on that one. I, I, I bought, I just bought these three this week. I got Luigi's haunted mansion, 
um, Evo four by four two, which is a, it's a deep cut. You probably don't know about that one. I had Evo four by four one for the original Xbox. It's a banger. And then uh NASCAR 2003 Dale jr. On the cover. For GameCube? Yes. Do you actually oh. keep like talk for a second? I'm, I got to show you this uh, Dale Jr. graphic because it is probably the funniest thing in the world. So the dirt late model dream is happening as we speak. They're getting ready to do hot laps. There was a big announcement this week that Brandon Shepard is leaving the house car of Rocket and going back to his family's team. Really? The right. real, the real deal son. Hudson O'Neill is taking over that car. Check out wow. that Dale Jr. It's so that bad. Is the so 2003. There. It's I'm pretty pumped. I'm pretty sure this is the one that has Sweet Home Alabama on the intro, and it's like oh, holiday. Breaking breaking news. Breaking news. We're gonna break the news here, even though everyone's gonna look at it on Twitter. And it's gonna come. North Wilkes Barrow expected to host the 2023 All Star Race. That's an Adam Stern tweet. Holy cow! How did he get that? Dude, I want to know his tactics. He just Adam knows. Stern, Adam Stern gets in so deep. I don't know who he knows or, or what he has on these people to be able to get this news. That's kind of crazy. That's sick, though, dude. That means, that means Xfinity's racing there. No, they're not. Yes, they will. You're still going to Texas. Hell no, we're not. I, dude, I, if they... If they do that to us, I'm going to be butt hurt bad. Oh, that place is cool as hell. Butt hurt Bailey. That place is so cool. Another short track, too. Like a, that's, a, that's a true short track, too. That might be oh, the shortest track we'd go to. Your teammate's racing tonight. Truck teammate. Isn't he oh, racing yeah. the dream? Oh, uh, he said he's running the World 100. Is that the same thing? Um, same weekend, isn't it? It's this. That's Saturday. Is the dream? Okay. Uh, tonight, no, no. Saturday is the World One Hundred. Tonight is Dirt Late Model Dream. I think is a fifty thousand dollar to win fifty lapper. Dude, how, how the hell did Adam Stern get that so quick? Like all that happened, and it's like like the the Racer XR announcement came out like a couple hours ago. Well, I'm sure they probably knew beforehand, but. Dude, that's kind of sick. I'm pretty pumped on that, actually. I bet you, they won't do a triple header. The only way to do a triple header, I mean, because that's what the, the All-Star Race this past year at Texas was triple header, wasn't it? The All-Star Race, no, it was just Xfinity and Cup. No, because trucks don't race there in the fall. They um, had to race there this spring. Maybe. No, because the, the All-Star Race was Saturday night. I think you're wrong. I'll go back and look at the schedule. Yeah. Because they trucks don't race there again this year. They don't race in the fall. Oh, that's let me look. Let me look. Uh but yeah, that'd be the only way they do a triple hundred type deal is if they do a, like a, a Bristol, like bring them in on Thursday, one day show, get them out, then Xfinity Cup. I mean, because the, the garage area there is the is kind of the biggest downfall. They'd have to pave and what garage? You'd be working on your yeah. truck. The quote unquote garage area. 
I stand corrected. The trucks did race. And that's what I All-Star thought. Weekend. The previous year, they did not. The Correct. previous year, it was just Xfinity. Uh, I'm not. I am, from a personal standpoint, I am not against the All-Star race being at North Wilkesboro because it's relatively close to my house. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely down for that. Honestly, the more races that I can get home in an hour, the better. <laughs> well, I mean, getting out of there, you're, you're not going to get out of there in an hour. Getting to the racetrack, you're gonna have to get there. Like, if you're a crew guy for a 3 p.m. or 7 p.m. race, you're gonna have to get there at like 10 a.m. Yeah, I mean that's that's every week though. You get there early. Uh, It's four hours before the race now. Currently, well, you know what I mean. I wonder how they do like the qualifying. I want. I was thinking about this the other day. I think there's some stuff in IndyCar that's really cool that we could do for qualifying. We already tried to rip off the whole uh, multiple rounds. Uh, I want to see an oval track with a four lap average, like they do for the Indy 500. But they people don't. will be up. People will be up in arms about that. But, oh, they they're stealing from stealing from the Indy 500. No, I think you know where I think it'd be sick is uh Bristol. Yeah, go the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, just go like whoever gets it done in four laps quickest is uh is the best. They should do that for Wilkesboro All Star qualifying. I don't know how they do the whole pit stop thing. Like they, the pit stop deal this year, I wasn't a big fan of. It's lame. It's played out. The, the the one they used to do where they run three laps, pit stop in the middle. That was sick. I like that. I was always a fan of when they rented out the Spectrum Arena. When you had the 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 pit crew showdown challenge or whatever. Honestly, if they did it at Wilkesboro, the stands are so compact in the front straightaway. Try to do it there. Do the, the pushing deal. If they did it uphill in the front straightaway, just add a little extra uh, toughness for them. That'd be gross. That'd be funny. You know, I'm down. That's actually crazy. Maybe the schedule will come out now. Maybe that's what Maybe. they've been. I, people are saying, like things I see on Twitter and stuff, that it's, it's the All-Star race and the Chicago race. Or what's holding it up. So now that we know that the all-star race is coming back in 23, do you think they can get everything they want done in less than a year? Mm, uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, they, they've already done a lot of like tearing stuff down and everything. Right. But you, have uh, to, you literally now have to tear everything down. You think they tear down, down the grandstands? Yeah. The grandstands are concrete, aren't they? Like there's just stands on top of the concrete, right? They're like, like metal, they're metal stands on top of concrete. That's that's not that bad. Then you're you're not tearing down the whole. But if you want to make this, if you want to make this like nice, you got to get an LED board up there on the back stretch. Like only have seating, only have seating for fifty thousand. Put a put a big Haas TV on the back straightaway. (laughs) Call it Mini Haas because it's a short track. Yeah, I don't know. I think they could do it because like they already took out all those stands in the back straightaway. They've already torn down, torn down a bunch of buildings. They tore down the garage. They would need to pave the entire infield or do something, hopefully, like concrete it, because I don't want them to pave the whole thing. That's why Darlington is so damn hot. God, I better be miserable there in the summertime. It's all, all fresh awful. asphalt. All fresh asphalt, too. Awful. It'd be Darlington it's, Cup Garage 2.0. There's, and I'm, to my knowledge, there's no tunnel to get out of the infield currently. No, I mean, they're not going to burrow a tunnel between then and now. 
There's no way. I mean, Martinsville I has one. Talladega pretty quick. Martinsville has one. Maybe, yeah, maybe they can do a people tunnel. Just not a, a car hauler tunnel. Well, I mean, there'd be no, you're taking out so much real estate to put in a tunnel in the infield that already can not be. The only hold. way, the only place I think you put one is uh, middle of three and four. Do you think this is a place where, do you think this is a place where not even the cup haulers park inside? They'll park inside. But then you're going to have I, so much obstruction I think, of you on the back I think, stretch. I really think their biggest uh, obstacle, one of their biggest obstacles is going to be uh, getting the infield ready. Because, I mean, a lot of it's just grass right now. You're going to have to build a whole media center. You're going to you're gonna have to build up a whole infield. Center. Yeah. I mean, they'll redo, they'll redo the, the care center and stuff. There, There's no way. There's no way they take out. And if they do take it out, they have to put it in another lift type deal. There's no way they take that out. That's yeah. just so iconic for Wilkesboro. It's they're going to try to do three years worth of work in nine months. I believe they can do it. And some construction companies going to get so rich doing this. They'll have to hire like three construction companies at least. I think they'll do it though. I mean, they're 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 going to do it. Whether they it's nice or it not, now. we'll see. Yeah, whether it's going to be nice or not, we'll see. But. Uh, I mean, I'm, they still have I'm to put safer barriers. Dude, that in. means that means we're no, they don't. They don't need to put safer barriers in there. Yes, they do. They don't need. They don't need to. Well, maybe yes, now with do. the damn cup car, but the cup yeah. car they might with an Xfinity car. We're good. I mean, we run at Watkins Glen down the back straightaway at a hundred and whatever miles an hour with Armco barriers. Yeah. So I mean, I mean they're gonna have that to whole argument barriers, to me. So. I've said it on here before is flawed. Like, oh, we don't have to. We can't run those on safer barriers. It's like running IRP with the trucks this year. Most concrete walls there. Not someone everywhere, hit, but someone molly whopped one and it was a pretty hard yeah, hit. The 45 truck hit it pretty damn hard. It makes like you a, forget. It makes you forget how uh how big a difference it is. Crazy. I don't know, man. It's crazy. <laughs> but uh yeah, now nah, that's that's big news, big news. Stern bomb. Well, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. I need to go watch. I don't know, the what, what time did we start? How about this time? An hour ago? I'm trying to remember. Uh, this is great dead air. People love no, this I mean, kind we, of stuff. We, we still got we still got a ways to go. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. Because I texted someone at uh, something or 415 or whatever it was, 315. And uh, we weren't talking yet. So why do you, why do we have to go an hour? Because that's standard podcast time. I mean, we're not a standard podcast. Oh, we're trying to be though. We're trying real hard. Oh, I'm not trying very hard at all. I'm trying, trying to have a successful pod, brother. That's why I try to show you things that the audience can't see like Dale Jr. Digitized and a NASCAR Thunder that's right. 2003 I, I video game. I was actually looking at starting us a Twitch stream. What are we going to do? We're going to play Fortnite? No, we're going to live stream the podcast over Zoom. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. Dude, there's been some, I don't know what it is lately, but I've been wanting to play Fortnite again. Fortnite? Did you, have, did, you, did you ever get into Fortnite? Yeah, you don't play video games, do you? Um, 
back when I was not heavily in my relationship, I played a tiny bit and I think I've maybe won one game. So you were there at the inception of it. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I always think about is like, uh, I want to go back. I want to go back and play Fortnite. I would really do. But if I got on there now, I'm lost. Can't do it. I wasn't good then. I'd be just cheeks now. I'd have to find someone who else has also been playing to kind of show me the ropes because the maps change. I can't go to like Pleasant Park anymore. Tilted Towers is gone. All tomato Town. Tomato. I hated Tomato Town. What's the? There was one cemetery. I always forget what it was called. But that's where I dropped every time. It was a banger. Like whenever I was really in the routine and I was playing like 15 games in a row, <laughs> that was a spot. I think I won a total of like three games. Total, like I played for like solos. Solo. That's see, that's it's good stats. It's good stats. I've never, ever, ever in all my times that I played back in the day, I never won a solo game. Ever. I won plenty of duos. I won plenty of squad games, and I was being carried the whole time because I suck at solos. I can get down to two. I can get down to three. Have a handful of kills. Die. I just couldn't clutch it. I couldn't do it like those guys could. <sighs> Fortnite, man. What a time that was. Like, I've been, I don't know why. I don't know why I've been seeing like a ton of clips. I saw this one Barstool post, and it was like the ultimate party trick. And it's just this guy playing Fortnite, and he won, and the whole – and blew the roof off that sucker. Is that the iconic video where they just, they're all in the bar and they just throw their drinks up in the air? No, they're not in the bar. No, they're like in someone's house. Dude, that actually like happened when my buddy won the Wheel of Fortune. What? My buddy from college, one of my fraternity brothers, went on the Wheel of Fortune and he won like $70,000. And we were at Craft House Brewery watching him on the big screen. And he freaking won fluffy koalas. I'll never forget. That was like the, the end one, like where you go up with uh, the guy and they're eating the little small wheel. Fluffy koalas. And he won like 40 grand just off that. But He'd like, wouldn't he, wouldn't he have known that before? Like, no, he didn't know. But just no, yeah, but just no one. He, he didn't tell anybody. Because apparently you get in big trouble if you tell anyone the results of like those things. But he's just like kind of sitting there, just like smiling, not doing anything, just watching. And he freaking won, dude. It was kind of insane. A craft ass brewery looked like that iconic video where everybody goes crazy and their drinks are getting thrown everywhere. He had been studying Wheel of Fortune for like months before he went. He watched every episode for like three months straight. That's kind of creepy. Dude, Wheel of Fortune's a banger show. If I had cable, I'd watch it. I'm more of a Jeopardy guy. See, I'm just not smart enough to do Jeopardy. I don't know all these random facts. I can guess some words. Or letters, even. Dude, I, I can crush some Jeopardy and get on a roll. Really? See, I've always Absolutely. been a Wheel of Fortune guy. Ever since I was a little kid, I remember sitting at the kitchen counter eating SpaghettiOs watching Wheel of Fortune. People that annoy you. What? That's the category. 
what is Matt Hendricks? <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Got him. Or who is? Bam, not what is. <laughs> we need some uh, wheelmen of genius jeopardy. Somebody to send us some uh, answers and we'll give them the questions for things we've talked about on here. That could be. So if you're listening, hit us up on Twitter. Matt's Matt's favorite food vendor at the racetrack, who is whoever y'all's guy is. I always forget his name. Bob. Bob. I thought it was Bob. Who is Bob? Bob. Man, that guy. He gives us, he's like, man, I cooked you guys steaks this week. And it's like a 12, it's like a 16 ounce cut of gristle. And the only edible part's about four ounces. Hey, four ounces of steaks better than some frozen raviolis, if you ask me. No, we had those too. He put <laughs> three cheese ravioli in stromboli. Or not stromboli, uh, stroganoff. <laughs> stroganoff. And then like every hamburger week, helper? hamburgers and hot dogs. He had hamburger helper? Pretty much with That's cheese. That's a bad deal, dude. With cheese ravioli, though. No noodles. Like the noodles was the ravioli. That's kind of weird. Does a hamburger helper come with noodles? Yeah. You just, you just need the hamburger. You're just helping the hamburger. That's why it's hamburger helper. Huh. I remember one time, uh, this race shop I used to work at, he was like a big hunting guy. I lived at his house. I think I told you where like, We'd get up in the morning, like go sit in the deer barn, come back, work in the shop, and go sit in the deer barn again at, at night. And uh, he had so much venison. He had ground venison. And venison and some hamburger helper stroganoff, kind of fire, dude. It's so good. I'll never forget that. So if you ever have like some uh, later or uh, some ground up venison laying around, I do. Damn. I have some in my in my freezer. Dude, I'm serious. Try it with hamburger helper stroganoff. It's so good. So just you know, a think, salt lick is what you're telling me. Yeah, I think someone's dog ate this Luigi's Haunted Mansion case. With a big old bite mark out of it. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, I think that'll do it. We'll end, we'll end on some venison helper. I don't know if it's been an hour. I think it's been an hour. Uh, so now you're over it. I mean, we're talking about nothing. Like, like the description of this podcast says, two racer guys talk about nothing, and we are literally talking about nothing. I'm pulling stuff out of left field, far left field, over the fence even. We'll bring back the baseball terminology. Uh, yeah, have fun at the just, game tonight. What time does it start? Seven. I'm actually kind of excited. I just want to get some Royals merch. They have a very cool logo, and their jerseys are cool. Damn, Adam Stern just like undercutting the entire operation. Yeah, that's going back to that. Honestly, we'll we'll keep going for a little bit. But like, how the fact that he like does it and then he will undercut and undermine other people's announcement with no remorse. He does not care at all. He's like, I'm like, not even. Dude, I'm not even. He's like, he's a real person. He's like, I'm just gonna do numbers on Twitter and just like I've never even people. seen this guy. I've never either. Is, does he come with the racetrack? He's not even like a NASCAR guy, is he? I don't think so. I, I, I've seen him like reporting on a bunch of esports stuff. 
I think he does like all kinds of motorsports. I think he does like F1 and IndyCar and NASCAR and all that stuff. IMSA maybe. I'm reading through some of the replies on this tweet. And what do you think the ticket prices are going to be for a seat at North Wilkesboro for the all-star race? Who knows? They should be the same thing. There are Charlotte. I bet you it's going to be, it's going to be over a hundred. It's going to be over a hundred bucks a ticket easily. They can't do that though. Yes, they can. The fact that they can and they will still probably sell the place out for a cup event at North Wilkesboro at a hundred dollars a ticket. Oh yeah. Concession prices are going to be atrocious. Marcus Smith is going to be just Scrooge McDuck. So much money off that. $18 for three chicken tenders and some French fries. It's going to be like baseball game price beers. I remember I went to a Golden Knights game. $12 for a large beer. Yeah, that's literally when I went to the Golden Knights game in the spring. I think a Michelob Ultra was 12, 13 bucks a piece. And I bought them like an idiot. I bought I bought a bunch of them like an idiot. But what are you gonna do? Like what what are we gonna sit there with a uh a diet coke? No. That diet coke is still gonna be eight dollars. Yeah, the diet coke's still eight bucks, so like why wouldn't you at least water's gonna be seven? They're gonna cut you a deal on water. It's gonna be seven dollars. Yeah, get a Dasani water bottle for seven bucks <laughs> when it's hundred and ten degrees outside. Just, and just a asphalt. hot dog. Just a hot dog is going to be six bucks. I don't, uh, yeah, that's the one thing that I, I very much am proud of Martinsville for is keeping the dogs at two bucks a piece. Legendary. Yeah. Two dollar dog. You cannot beat it. They really need to get Martinsville to supply the dogs. I don't know if you know this, but they don't actually make the hot dogs at Martinsville. They just buy them. I know. I mean, they, they put the chili on them and the onions and the mustard and stuff. Yeah, I've watched them watched them hundreds of times do it. If you, if you go to the, the Friends number nine gas station down the road, you can get them there too. Exact same dog, exact same coleslaw, exact same chili, everything. That's good. No, I did not know that. You didn't know that? I did not. No, yeah, dude. If you're rolling up and you want to, you know, clear your colon out before you even get to the racetrack, stop on in. You'll get your fix before you even get there, and you can just go straight to the toilet and then get right to work. <laughs> just streamline the whole process. Yeah, exactly. It just makes it a little bit easier. It's, it's actually like a pretty cool gas station. They have like a bunch of late model stock guys stuff hanging on the walls. There's a little room in the back that I've never had the confidence to go sit down in because I feel like it's a locals only room. There's like some booths back there, but every time I walk in there, they see me from back in that room. They like kind of give me give me some weird looks from from back behind the the doorway there. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm not going in there. Those are Martinsville Lokes. Martinsville. Oh, geez. I mean, I don't know how I feel about this. What do you, I, I'm pumped for it. And even if they don't have an Xfinity race, man, it is what it is. I honest, hope they make I, it I, at the end of the day, I, I hope, just don't, I don't really care. I hope they make it where I can at least go to it if they don't have an Xfinity race. I'm there, happy now that we only go to Texas once. You don't know that. The schedule is not That's out yet. Because <laughs> that racetrack sucks balls. It doesn't suck that bad. The only, good th- the only good thing about that racetrack is that there's a Bucky's across the street. The infield's a lot of fun, too, but you've never gone out and experienced that. And there's an in and out across the street. I mean, the real reason... 
There's also a water across the street. I said what I said. You're such a, just a jackass. You're just trying to get a rise out of me right now. I'm not trying to get a rise out of you. I'm just saying the better of the two burger changes there. Yeah, you're trying to you're trying to get me mad right now. Because <laughs> it's not. It's just not. It's so far from it. It's ridiculous. It is so far. In and out is like not even the same plane as Warburger. Not even like in the same conversation. They don't have anything on the menu. Their ketchup is the ketchup at Waterburger is probably the best ketchup there's ketchup. ever been. The ketchup at Waterburger is probably the best ketchup that's ever been and like made ever. And the fries at Waterburger are good. The fries at In and Out. I might as well cut up this Luigi's Haunted Mansion case and put them in a fryer because that's what they taste like. They taste like literal drywall thrown in a fryer. Burgers, the only the only thing that they have going for them is a good sauce they put on a burger. That is good. It's kind of a ripoff of just Big Mac sauce, though, so you can go either way. Tell me how you really feel. I'm done. I'm done talking about it. You were you were working you worked that out of me. So, I like I said, the only good things about shut Texas up, Motor Speedway are the Bucky's and the In and Out Burger across the street. Yeah, the Water Burger. Yeah, it goes Water Burger and Water Burger Bucky's and In and Out. There's the the maybe the three attractions. I have to say, In and Out has a better chocolate shake. Than Whataburger. Have you ever had a chocolate shake from Whataburger? I have. I was very disappointed. Well, that's your opinion, I guess, on that. But other than that, what's better? If you take chocolate shakes out of the equation, I think the burger at In and Out is better. You're full of shit. You're full of shit. No, it's not. I will concede that the French fries at In and Out are not great. Have water and ketchup though too. However, if you put if you get fries animal style, if you put you know Whataburger fries with the animal style fries, it'd be pretty good. It probably would be good. Like I said, they got a good sauce. They got a good sauce. Good that, sauce that and good sauce. cheese. Whataburger's got good cheese though too. You're tripping. You're tripping. We're done with this because I can go on. <sighs> It's just funny to me that the cornerstone of why you like Whataburger is not actually about Whataburger. It's about the sauce. Honestly, like, sauce is you're sauce more, makes everything. You're dude. more fixated makes on every, the sauce. Every food that you eat, if you have a good sauce on it, it's the best. It's like a prime rib. A prime rib by itself, it's prime rib. Okay, what about you a get steak? a good horseradish sauce? What about a good steak? A good, a, there's honestly, there's like a, if you get like uh peppercorn, uh, like creamy with sauce with some mushrooms in it, put that on steak. I don't know. I don't know what you call it. Dude, my dad makes it and it's fire. It is so good. I don't know what he puts in. He puts like brandy in it and stuff too. It's good. A good sauce can make anything. Even yeah, in and out drywall ass fries, animal what's, style. What I'm bad because they got a good sauce, a good stuff on top. But your whole argument about about why Whataburger is good is because they have the sauce. They don't even put sauce in the burgers. I mean, I guess you no. But I'm saying you're sauce. like you're like, yeah, Whataburger is good because they have the spicy ketchup or the the good no, no, barbecue. No, 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 no. That's what no, you've been saying this whole no, time. No, Whataburger is good regardless. If you get a number five bacon cheeseburger, it's good with or without ketchup. I just put thought, mustard on I it. I just thought their, I don't care. Their burger, the burger patty is just average. Disagree. 
the Whataburger experience, the little tabletop things you get, and you can sit there and flip them over when you're sitting there at the table. Everything yeah. about Whataburger is better. Everything. Culver's Culver's has that same thing. You don't hear me fucking flipping out about it. Yeah, but you you net Culver's as much as you possibly can. So what's that supposed to mean? Use your context clues, brother. Oh, we dropping context clues. Yeah. I haven't had Culver's in like two months. Yeah, because there's none around. I haven't had a Whataburger in like a year because I can't go to one. Because it's not keto. No, I mean, I honestly, every time I go to Texas, I guess I did. I ate Whataburger this year when I went to Texas. I break keto every time. It's worth it. Every last bite. It's worth it. I weigh myself the other day. I weigh 153 pounds. I'm about to chill on the keto. Sweet humble brag. I'm not like that proud of that. I'm like too small now. No beef. <laughs> Where's the beef? Not in the water burger burgers. You're tripping, dude. Texas honestly might have the best surrounding stuff. It's got a Bucky's, an outlet mall, a water burger. Yeah, I would I would say for amenities around a racetrack, Texas has a golf, golf like kind of knockoff place. I thought that went out of business. No, it's, I think it's still going, still there. Big shot golf. I do like the the egress from the racetrack to the airport because it's literally you just get on this bypass road and you can go 95 miles an hour. Imagine if we were in racing back when Texas was like six. Like, like imagine if we were in racing when, when Texas was uh, mutually loved by everybody <laughs> before the reconfiguration. Then it would be a banger of a racetrack. It'd probably be one of the best places we go to. Not anymore. Because of all because of all the amenities. All they got to do, like I said, add six degrees of banking to the top two lanes of one and two and let her rip. Make it Darlington one and two. That's all they got to do. So what, you got to clip the apron and then drive 75 feet up the track to get to the wall? Yeah, I wouldn't even say, like, make it similar to Darlington. I don't even know if you'd clip the apron. You might. There's That'd so much... That- Real that estate so wide. I, that would be what's cool, though. Imagine someone throwing a slide job from the bottom of that wide ass racetrack, from the bottom hitting the banking, pulling up in front of somebody. That'd be that'd three be quarters sick. the way. That'd be three quarters the way down the straightaway. What do you mean? Like because it's so wide, the cars aren't going to meet until they're like halfway down the back stretch. No, I think they meet right in the center of the corner because you got no grip in the middle. And if you're sliding up the racetrack, you're going to be slow. I'm saying you just drive off in there straight, like relatively straight and then slide up to the top, hit the banking and, and eat. I'm surprised that, ha- that move hasn't really been pulled at Darlington ever. I guess it kind of does get pulled, but not, not as aggressively. Because you can't run the bottom of Darlington, you'll bust your ass. Even though I ran the apron the whole time in three and four. What are you doing? You mocking me? Is that what this Pretty is? Much. Yeah. All right. We got well, to that point I'm, of the show. Yeah, we're going to call it. I, I appreciate you bringing up the Waterburger, not for pissing me off. And, uh, disgracing their name as you were 
but for giving us content for another 10 minutes to, to get us past an hour. <laughs> You're welcome. But uh, that'll that'll be it from Women. I don't know if you guys can hear, but my dog is is like, comment, subscribe, uh, smash that like button, swipe up. She's like, Bailey, why won't you? Why won't you let me go outside? All right. Well, we're calling it. We'll see y'all episode forty-five. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.